Welcome again to another episode of the Sealess Villains Podcast. Your cultivators of the comic culture. I'm your host, AJ. We've got Luke and we've got Red. Red still has not shown his face for the last two episodes. Red, are you Red, doing turn all right? Cam on. <laughs> I'm under the weather. I'm still on, under uh, quarantine and my dogs are all over the place. <laughs> oh, well. Your you dogs got- are the stars. You we got COVID? More dog. I don't know if I have COVID yet. My test is on Wednesday. Uh, plus, my dogs are just all over the place right now. I can't. Wait, have you been going to work? No, no, I, I did not go to work on the thirtieth. That's what Thursday. Yeah. Yes. I was experiencing symptoms on Wednesday, and I spent the whole weekend recovering. And then I, I did a show with E-Man on Saturday just to. You know, give him a little bit of you know, a uh, little bit of help there. Right. It did great, but I was still pretty struggling through the bronchitis part of that, of the sickness. <clears throat> I don't think bronchitis is a symptom. Maybe Ooh. you just have a bad cold. Well, whatever it is, there's there's phlegm collecting in the lungs. And gotcha. Then, and whatever else comes up after that, but it's it's getting better. It, you know, it could be the 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 what do you call it? the Omerian variant, <laughs> Omicron, the Omerian variant. <laughs> but it could be just your regular run in the mill of uh, you know bronchitis. It's, it's been it's been two years since I had a serious illness like this because of the whole mask mandates and and you know trying to keep social distancing, keeping my hands clean. All that good stuff. I've been doing pretty well. It just I let my guard down for the last couple of weeks just because, you know, I, it was starting to get comfortable again. But I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. It's, I yeah. think we all were. Yeah, it happens. Well, luckily, it's not it's not bad. But um, the rest of the office, however, is on sort of a lockdown now because there's at least eight other infections that came up. Oh boy. And yeah, we're gonna have to start people. Start uh, working from home again, but you know, I'll I'll know more about it tomorrow. Okay. Well, let us know. <laughs> Keep us updated, and even if you are, I mean, there's like a less than a one percent chance that it's it'll be serious since you're vaccinated. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, plus the fact that me being a uh, diabetic and, and overweight, that 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 kind of puts it in the favor of the virus. But the the whole being boosted and vaccinated, yeah. Gives you that equal fighting chance. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, there's a new one after the Omicron. I've heard, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope it's Megatron. I will only accept Megatron. Oh man, Luke, how you doing, buddy? Oh wow, amazing, amazed, amazed balls. Um. Great New Year's. What'd you do? We did um we did like a tapa style. I, I had the grill Ooh. going. I put like an entire thing of like the lump charcoal and just like kept it burning all night and just like didn't have just one meal, but just like made little tiny meals all night. Man, there was a tapa spot that I used to go to. It only lasted for like a year or two. It was so good. And now I don't know any tapa, tapas restaurants down here. 
I mean, I'm sure there are. I just don't know where that where to look for them. Uh, well, yeah, I um. Oh, was Vegas. Well, I'll come up here. I'll make you some good uh, good meat. Um, <laughs> you can taste my meat anytime, AJ. Oh, whoa, whoa. Anytime you want, my meat is available for you. Yeah, he's a master at what he has. He only has his, the, the the Weber egg. Or the, yeah, just the mini one. Yeah, it works great. He did, did this chicken when I went up there. It's like, wow, it cooked really fast. He uses the this, this special uh, charcoal with it. Okay. Are you uh, uh, breast, thigh, wings? What are you? Where are you? Oh, thigh. You got to go yeah, thigh. I'm a thigh, I'm a thigh you know all, what, all the time. There is, because um, you can't overcook the thigh. You, there's a lot to be said for the um, breast and the wing, though. I mean, you know, it's, it's, you got to mix it up every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if, like, the more thicker the breast, I guess, there's not a lot of flavor going in. But if you get it just enough that, that thickness, the least some of the marinade, like it enhances the flavor there. So totally, just like, just like the chicken in at El Pollo Loco, it doesn't have to be that that steroid fed chicken. It has to be that just the grass fed or pre range chicken with wine. It takes all the flavor from the grill. Isn't all El Pollo Loco? Is it all just thigh and uh, like drumstick? And no, no, it's a full on full chicken. Because if you get the four piece. It's the uh the, the breast and wing with the drumette and then the thigh and the thigh leg. Oh, okay. Like, okay. All right. It wouldn't make sense that like they they don't use the, the breast, but yeah. Well look at look at uh not Buffalo Wild Wings, but uh um Wingstop. They're starting to do thighs now. It's instead Ooh, of just really drumettes and wings. Yeah. That's awesome. Because there's there's still plenty of chicken out there. It just you know, you got plenty of seasoning. Might as well use those other parts. Is there plenty? I mean, like I always feel like how are how are I feel like everything is just like manufactured now. Like how how are we able to eat so much, consume so much, and and waste so much? And like there's still like chicken and cows around. You know, like oh. Capitalism, man. There's Industri just industrial farms. Industrial farming <laughs> at its best, where you can just, you know, grow as many as you want, as long as you could keep feeding them and shipping them out after you slaughter them. But I, I always just feel like, like some of it got to be fake at this point because it just seems as though there's, they they can't keep up with the demand. But oh, what so, what do I know, right? Well, during the during the height of the first wave. Yes, they couldn't keep up with demand because people were dropping dead at the at the slaughterhouses. People were getting sick, and uh, and, and then I guess what's a big what's one of the big name brands of, of chicken farmers? Uh, Foster Farms, yeah, right? Foster Farms, yeah. So they, you know, they started cutting back on workers, and then you know there's there's this big inflation on prices of meat just because there's none of the people chopping them up and killing them, but they have plenty of chickens just living on the farm. Totally. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start talking about some comp. Well, we're not talking comic books, but uh, pop culture, TV, whatever we want to talk about. Yes, jump man. There's plenty of cows in Colinga. That's actually Harris Ranch, and that's they have the best steaks there, or at least in the area. Wait, where's Colinga at? Colinga's Colinga. between uh, Fresno and Bakersfield. It's, it's oh, okay. So when you drive yes. down the five, that 
That stinky. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, okay. Whole, that whole acreage right there, that's all cow farms. So right like before dairy, you hit the armpit. Yeah. That's dairy farms and then your regular meat farms. And once you stop by at least North Bakersfield, you'll hit Harris Ranch. Harris Ranch is a butcher shop where you can just grab all their age steaks and, and other meats. You've gone there? Because that sounds pretty cool. Uh, I haven't gone there in a long time, but yeah, it, they they have a pretty big selection. Kind of expensive, but you know, if you if you want that, if you're looking for that that extra special prime rib, Harris Ranch is the place to go. Okay, I never I never <clears throat> even heard about that place. It's good to know though. <laughs> well, come on, man. You, you've got another area that you live, right? So you figure all the food places, all the all the wine places in Napa Valley. Uh, Saratoga Springs and 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 Monterey is also good wine valley and garlic country. Uh, east of of our area here, there's this great sausage place in in in, in uh Lincoln or, or Lockford. Great places out there. So you know, when 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 E Man finally goes and starts his uh foodie channel, you know we will probably get to see all these places. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I, I'm getting blown right now. Blow my mind's getting blown with all this information. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> all right, well, let's start the show off and let's talk about that Bubba Book of Bubba Fett. Um, we all watched it, yes. Ooh, look at that, Jabba's throne room. Nice. Oh, where'd you get that? My wife got it for me for Christmas. It's an Adidas too. Yeah. I know. I couldn't believe it. I was so stoked. Oh, did you get that um that sweater that you ordered from uh from I guess Columbia or North Face? Uh, no, they were sold out there. But my wife surprised me with the Adidas one. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. I told her I was like the Columbia sold out. I was so bummed, and then she didn't say anything. And then I got she got me this. Nice, nice. Great job, Rachel. <clears throat> well, since you've got the hoodie on, Luke, let's why don't you go first and give your review of the show. Um, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it, I liked it. I did enjoy it. It was super clunky. It was so clunky. Um, I'm not the only one that noticed it. All right, great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tamora said maybe 40, 45 total words. <laughs> Uh, he's an action guy though. Like he's hired for like his movements and like, he, and, and, um, and now he's a little older and he's a little slower. But, uh, I think when I was going into it, I was kind of hoping for the Sopranos in space. Right. You Cause know, the whole like, mafia thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like he's, he's going, he's going to set up his, his gang in the, in the palace. Uh, but he doesn't have a gang. And Not I yet, but he has the two the two pig looking things. Gamoria, Gamorian guards. He's yeah, got the guards, and so he's building it. And um, I love the sand, the sand people, the Tuscan Raider scenes. The the sand people king is awesome. Or uh, yeah, I think he's a king. You can say he's a king. The, the, at least the head chief. The chief. Uh, yeah. The chief, the elder chief. <laughs> Where he gives him the water at the end. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was pretty badass. I like that. That was that was cool. But I wanted a little more building up with the uh, with this with the you know he didn't talk much. 
Yeah, he, yeah. he's more on the on the the what do you call it? The flashbacks where he was in the Starlight Pit, how he got came out of it, and then it kind of remember that uh, I guess it was a community or was a community or a Parks and Rec, or it was Patton Oswald who did this little uh, um, I guess a uh, yeah, buster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his gloved hand comes from the sand. <laughs> exactly. Hanging from the maw of the beast. That's 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 totally canon now. The uh, I guess Pat Oswald you know wrote that. <laughs> um, but they spent most of the move the the show you know on those flashbacks and how he came out, which is great because now we finally got to see what what Boba had to deal with in the Sarlacc pit. It didn't really last much though. You figure he's gonna be there for days. Well, that's the thing. You don't. They don't actually give you a time frame. Yeah. So he could have struggled for days. It just, you know, they show him when he first wakes up from being unconscious, and then him starting the process of escaping, and then the full on like hand is coming out of the sand. So yeah, but the fact that there's this little little tidbit where he pulled the oxygen tube out of the the dead stormtrooper and then used that to to get himself uh. Least some air, yeah, air, yeah. So, which we all thought that you know, stormtroopers don't have that oxygen packs in those helmets, they're just helmets for yeah. what it is. I didn't realize that they have to breathe through that thing. I thought it was already vented, yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> Basically, what you would see in the helmet is your targeting system, which they don't really do good at, and 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 that's it. <laughs> they are um tie fighters are not um sealed so so the so the pilots they're breathing in their suits right they're not, they're not breathing oxygen in the ship the ship is open like so they just have their own atmosphere within the suit but that was that was a stormtrooper that was with him in there yeah it was a stormtrooper yeah so they just Bust out. Well, I, I guess every every stormtrooper has a different part of the uh, uh, uniform. I guess just for the, I guess the special uh, uh, environments that they're going to be in. I assume that's what it is. And, yeah. and, then, and then the oh. other part of the, the other part of the the show he spent mostly in the uh, in the water tank recovering. So maybe he has some old injuries he's still trying to heal. Yeah, what was up at the back? That you know the tank. Getting healed up, yeah, and he still needed to heal. Um, even at the very end, like, well, he did get attacked, he couldn't throw down, and then, like, he had to tell his guards to take him there, dude. Yeah, he, he got beat up pretty bad, and, and then you had you know, stunt double, um, Fennec Shan you know, doing this whole parkour thing throughout the city. And granted, it was badass. There was this little tidbit I saw the on one of the uh, on Twitter that. They forgot to edit out the the stunt the stunt guy's shoes, so you saw you know a bunch of black Nikes running around. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping they edited that out. <clears throat> same I'm thing sure for, they did now. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing for the uh, the little um, uh, uh, not Jawa, but the uh, the Tuscan Raider kid. Yeah, the same person. Yeah, he had he had duct tape under his under his shoes. <laughs> they forgot to edit that out too. That was funny. <laughs> That seriously, that seriously cracked me up. So when you say it was kind of clunky, yeah, it seemed rush. It seemed rush, and then a lot of the, a lot of the, I guess the meat of it, the story didn't really flush out 
because you're the left guess like who are these people attacking Boba and Fennec? You you're you're have to assume that they're also vying for the position of the new hut, and then yeah. and then this whole um business that he's trying to be uh what 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 not corrupt but um trying to like what's what's the word I'm looking here uh trying to take money from it embezzle no launder launder oh, no 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 um not launder but he's trying to uh like when you pay for protection. for protection yeah, yeah I forgot what it is is it racketeering it's a form of racketeering okay it's something like that but that's what he's trying to do so what I gather from it, it's how you, how we all played Grand Theft Auto Three, where you have to set up your your empire, yeah, and then work around the whole city and then build up your rep, and that's that's what we're we're probably gonna see for the rest of the episodes. I yeah. I hope you take Phoenix advice though, and get take the leader out, litter out, and have him and be carried around, you know. And actually, like, take the throne instead of, uh, you know, I was worried they're going to go, like, just make it Mando 2.0. It, it did, because you had you already had a way of doing things. It didn't want to rule the way Java ruled. He wanted to be respected. I know. And I'm just like, Ugh. like, he's not, you know, like the Mandalorian. I don't know. Make him be a badass. Like, make it be more like an adult show. Like make him be brutal. I even brute like that would be so awesome. I, I hope it, it goes that way. Uh, it would, it but dope. it's Disney though. So I know it is. Yeah, that's, it that's felt tough. very Disney. It felt like we were watching kind of like a uh, we're at the park and they're like playing out like a Boba Fett. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> dude, it did. It did. <laughs> I just like uh, watching and the kids. Yeah. Daddy, look, it's Boba Fett. Yeah, and then I'll miss you, like Michael Scott and and Dwight and and Andy doing the whole parkour thing. <laughs> like you're at you're at Galaxy's Edge, right at Disneyland, right? Yeah, and he comes in with the uh, with the actors, and they and they and they do the scene for us, and that's kind of what it felt like. Yeah, and then, and then she has the um the stun the stun rod. And she like just like stuns the guy, and then they're like, "Oh, like they just stop fighting." I'm like, why did you just stop fighting? Like, I I figured Fennec would be a lot more deadlier than that because she was in Mandalorian. She was a little bit more uh, assertive with her killing. I think it's because she's working for Boba, and and he's kind of given her the the info like, "We got to be. We're we're trying to establish a a, a new regime where we're not." being feared but respected that's how i took it i mean at this point mandalorian or um book jin jin jarin i guess jarin yeah yeah i yeah. never remember his name he seems way more brutal at this point than boba fett because in the first I, I even went back and watched the first couple episodes of mando with my kids and he like chops a guy in half that's right. That's right. But it was like, oh, they're going full tilt. And and this episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez, which yeah. also directed the episode where they they brought Grogu to the the Jedi uh, 
I guess, monument to uh, to contact Luke. So I, I was trying to compare between the two. The styles are the same, but but the the story is a lot more grittier and a lot more killing going on there versus, I mean, there's a lot of action on 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 Bob on Book of Boba Fett, but but still the the story just wasn't really fleshing out well. Robert Rodriguez, he did um the vampire movie, right? Blade? No, the um with Quentin Tarantino and um. And, oh, uh, uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, wasn't that Robert Rodriguez? Uh, our sure. resident movie guy is not here today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to Google that. Let me see. From Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, yeah, yes, he did. And Alita Battle Angel. Yeah. One Time Mexico. Yeah, okay. All right. You would think he would know how to do action sequences. Well, and... Of course, when you have a lead man in Antonio, Antonio Banderas and, and uh, George Clooney. <laughs> and, and, but granted, these movies were produced with uh, Quentin Tarantino in mind, not Disney. <laughs> I don't think, you know, Quentin didn't produce Dust Till Dawn, though. I don't think. Oh, you got a minor produ- producer uh, tag on that. Oh, okay. All right. Probably just I probably in name only, but yeah. Spy um, kids. who? Spy kids. Oh, he did the he did do the spy kids. Okay, he went the kitty run with that one. Okay, that works. Yeah. Well, let's just hope it gets better. All right. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. The one good the one good thing, and I I don't know if I fully mentioned this, but I've said this at least in private. Um, the actor, he got in shape because in uh, Mandalorian, those episodes, he did not look like a superhero. He had a pot boy. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it, it looked like. Tamora. He, he did not look like an intimidating, like he did not look like an intimidating character. But now at least, you know, he. He he looks in shape now. Well, you you spend a couple of days, months, years in in the Sarlacc pit, and then the rest of the time when you're in, in Tatooine, that you're you're kind of in this nomad, not really doing anything. So yeah, you're you're gonna gain weight. <laughs> I don't know, man. If I'm living in the desert, I'm pretty sure I'd be losing weight. It's too hot to do anything in the desert. <laughs> Sit there and eat. Get fat. <laughs> Look! Look at look at Jabba, and then and then his uh then his, his the guy that took out after him. What was his name? Uh, Bib Fortuna. Yeah, Bib Fortuna. He got fat oh, too. Bib. Yeah, <laughs> Bib is the guy with the the weird thing, right? Yeah, but he was also yeah. a hut. He was the same race. A young, a young hut. Yeah. Oh, Bib Fortuna was a hut. I can't remember him. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Just, just Jabba got severely obese. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, no, Big Fortuna was not a hut. No, they're Bib- the same race. They're the same race. Bib- no, wow. Big Fortuna is not a hut, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Job of the Hut is a slug. Big Fortuna is yeah. uh, human esque, you know? Yeah, he's no, he's but- different. Because okay. even Java's son looks like a little slug. Looks yeah. Like, remember, remember in the Clone Wars when. Uh, when they capture Jabba's son, like Ahsoka Tano and Anakin captured his son, he was just like a little tiny slug. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, I figured they'd kind of lose the body if they get fatter. Like, <laughs> no, man. He might have been like a hybrid, like kind of a cross, but. Oh, yeah, I could do it too. Because he had the he had the whole tail and 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 triple chin and everything. Just just uh, you know, um, kind of had that powder thing going on. <laughs> powder thing. <laughs> What's what's that one disease where you have your skin turns white? Uh, oh, no, Bib Fortuna's a Twi'lek. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's a okay. Twi'lek, just like uh, you know all the Ula and. I thought they the have other... two, two um things coming out of their head, not one. Yeah, you just had the one. Oh, so for the male species, I guess. Well, but the um, the greeter who came and saw Boba ha- did have two. Okay. Yeah. And. Hot damn, who was in the the female, the casino owner, whatever she was? Woo! Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was like, my face, like she came on screen. I was like, whoa. I cast it for that. That was a yeah. solid plastic. Yeah, you, you know she's going to come back. Oh, she's yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. oh, she's a regular. She's yeah. for sure a regular. And you know it was her that sent the uh, the guards to to go get her money back. That's why I was like, why is she giving the money so fast without even the thought? I know the the, the tribute money, right? Yeah, why she give her tribute? It is because she it was because she, she's getting it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So what's up with Bubba Fett's like weird drape thing too? I don't understand the little cape thing he's got going on. Like, it's not. Uh, it looks odd. You know what I'm talking about? His what? monk outfit? His what outfit? His monk outfit that looks like he's a druid? Well, no, like when he's like dressed up, he's got like a, this black cape thingy. Huh. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's like it's it's weird. Black cape thingy. Let me look here. Let's see. Let me pictures of that. Yeah, look it up right now. I don't see anything here. Everybody just can't wear their whole uniform every time, right? Yeah, I guess. And then you saw the the reuse the old footage from from uh, Attack of the Clones. No, no, they did. Yeah, where uh, where Boba picked up his dad's head, and then you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Forehead kiss thing. Yeah. Yeah, they're but. They it was slightly edited, or it, it was ones that got cut from the original uh, film, because it didn't have most of the stuff like the digital uh, uh, monsters and stuff on there. That's right. That's right. That's right. What do you guys give it out of a, a, a comic book grading scale? I'd say for now, since it's the first episode, I'd say a solid eight. Solid eight. Okay. Eight. Oh, yeah. What about you, Luke? Um, I would do a seven five. Okay, I, I'm going to give it an eight as well. Um, there's there's room for improvement. Um, but I'm gonna you know just like anything, Disney Plus, I will continue watching it, and hopefully, uh, you know, it it gets better as the next few episodes come along. Holy, Holy crap! Seven episodes, right? 
think so. The Twi'lek in Book of Boba Fett is Jennifer Beals. No. Quiet from Flashdance. I'm, I'm freaking out right now. Is that really her? She has. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Wow. She is fire for being like 50, 58. I'm kind yeah, of she's but I'm really attracted now. to a 58 year old. Well, the look of Marissa Tomei, she's just as good looking, too. Same age. That is true. Wait, Marissa Tomei, is she, she's 58? She's mid 50s, I'm... I think. Let's look right now. Marissa Tomei is she's fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. <laughs> That's bonkers. That's bananas. Jennifer Beals though is fire for being fifty-eight. And you know what? She's married to someone who's thirty-five. That lucky guy. So she is a dude. Evil Fett. Awesome. You're sixty. Rocking it. Nice Hello. evil Fett. No, Jennifer Beals. Wow, I'm. I'm I thought that I thought whoever was playing that actress because I didn't know Jennifer Beals. I thought she was like mid twenties. Now, what are you looking forward to, or what are you expecting from the show? I want the nitty and the gritty of Tatooine and Moss Eisley and. Um, the cities i want the, i want i want it to be dirty i know that sounds weird but i don't want it to be clean like we have mandalorian with the cute baby yoda and we've got fucking you know we've got ray and finn sucking each other off oh <laughs> <laughs> I want to see dirty. I want to see dirt. I want to see the underbelly of Star Wars. I want to see like blood. Yeah, we're in the whole center of the all of vile and villainy or whatever. Yeah, scum and villainy. Scum and villainy in the area. We should be seeing that. Very true. Very true. Oh, one question I wanted to ask you guys: the 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 uh, Tuscan Raider kid. Because you can't understand what they're saying, but is he trying to take credit for killing that animal? I think that's his rite of passage. Yeah, it was his rite of passage. I think he told everyone that... I don't think he told anyone that Boba killed him, but I think his dad knew. Okay. That's what I was kind of getting. Like, he was telling him when he killed him, but the dad yeah, or whoever that... That's why his dad was like... Yeah. I know you can't. <laughs> yeah. You did this. <laughs> um, Evil Fett cosplay says, but they made him kind of a sissy. What was what was that would have killed? He would have said anything, but I want them to. Re oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the whole respect thing, I understand, because you know, he's been known to be the, the most, I guess, deadliest bounty hunter in the galaxy yeah. after his yes. dad. And now he's trying to change his rep. Like, dude, you can't get away from your past. Your past is gonna catch up to you, and that—that's probably what it's gonna be. Where you know you're gonna see a lot of people, a lot of the the older bounty hunters, 
coming out to uh, to battle Boba Fett, and maybe we'll get to see that other bounty hunter from, from Clone Wars. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the lizard-looking one. Yeah, the one that these blue color, uh, like the Greedos and the, the Greedos as well. But definitely a lot of the bounty hunters that'll probably come back up just to just to, to battle for that title of the hut. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean they're all gonna take a swing at the title. It's got to. Yeah. And we'll, we'll probably get one of those those uh I guess drug episodes where there's like a chemical that there's one hut or one vendor is selling and he's trying to stop the whole thing from <laughs> spreading around Tatooine. You know, we'll get one of those feel good episodes too right there. So he's gonna be like no no coke is no crack is being sold under my watch type of it has thing. To be my crack. It has to be my blue sky. <laughs> It has to be my math. Not anybody else's math is mine. <laughs> but he could be one of those guys that says, like, you know, I don't want that because that that destroys communities. So we're not we're not gonna be doing that. Well, you gotta make money. You can't just make money off of gambling and and, and you know protection. Yeah, bracketeering and all that stuff. You you gotta have a product. That's true. Because he's not protecting anybody right now. Like, yeah, you, you killed you killed the main guy who had control of the whole planet. You, now you've got to set everybody straight and tell him you're you're the new boss. Wait, did he though? They don't quite explain how he he has Jabba's uh, palace. But remember, they were giving tributes to him in the beginning of the show to 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 let at least most of the the leaders in that town know that he's now running things. So we assume that he killed whoever was controlling that 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 palace, Hut's pal- old palace, which was Jabba. And then, but you also have now the the mayor. He sent his assistant to to not even give a tribute, but demand a tribute from from Boba yeah. to continue the service. Wait, 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 hold on. So did. Do we do we assume? Because I don't think that's correct that he killed Boba Fett. No, he didn't. He killed Boba Fett. Died it at which took over from Boba Fett. Is that what is that what the story is? I don't I don't know the story. Yeah, that's so. the end of um, uh, Mandalorian season two. Oh man, I don't remember that. Okay, that's right. Evil Fett prostitution. There's a bunch of Twi'leks in there that needs a pimp. <laughs> Oh, he said uh, Cad Bane. Oh, yeah, Cad Bane. That was yeah, cool, that's the cool, guy cool, right cool there. Yeah. Thank you, Cad Bane. Um, he's also saying, did you notice the bad guys look like the hand from Teenage Mutant? Yep, yeah. The foot soldiers, right? Yeah. The foot, yeah. They did. Yeah, with the, the whole red lightsaber shield kind of deal. Well, I don't know, lightsaber, but. They're stun sabers or stun. Stun wands, stun staffs. Kind of lame. They they didn't have to give on this full on uh, fight. They just it was cho- it looked choreographed. Yeah, it, yeah. And it, now everyone push, yeah. <laughs> push in the middle. Okay. And they made um. What, what's Ming Na Wen's character? Fennec Shan. They made her like such a good fighter in Mandalorian, and then here she can't handle like foot soldiers. Well, she did chase him down parkour style. Yeah, yeah, but that was cool. But in the beginning, where they got jumped, like it, you know, she couldn't handle them for a little bit. 
And why weren't they immediately just trying to kill him? What were they trying to capture him? I don't know. That that one was kind of clouded, cloudy too, because I, I thought they wanted the money. But yeah, but they just they, they, they had the shields and just just trying to stun him. And why aren't you trying to kill him? That's true. Hopefully they'll they'll flesh out more in the second episode because it's yeah, there's still a lot of more questions there. <clears throat> yeah. Do you have any expectations for the show, Red? Uh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to put any expectations on. It. I'm just gonna watch as as I go. Yeah, I think that's the best way to go with this one. I've okay. got extremely high expectations for Mandalorian. I feel like that's their flagship. They're gonna put like millions and millions into that one. And then, 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 um, uh, what do you call it? Obi Wan. That's gonna be the next big one. Oh, oh yeah, Obi. that's right. And then, and then, Ahsoka, and then maybe, maybe a little bit more attention on Andor. But that's all yeah. pre, uh, pre New Hope stuff. Yeah. And post uh, Return of the Sith. But, right. I, have there been any talks about like, like a new Star Wars movie? No, right? No, no. I, I, I Rogue, think they had this Rogue Squadron. Yeah, Rogue Squadron. That's but I think they had this whole long form storytelling best best served as episodic television because you, then you don't have to really compact things in a three hour movie. You can just compact it in six, seven episodes. You and it's not like a huge swing, right? So you don't have to. <laughs> You don't have to drop like hundred million dollars or whatever to make it. Yeah, that's true. That's people true. will watch. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think we put that one to bed. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to ask you guys also, since we're on the subject of Disney Plus. Oh, here we go. Misso is um, Favreau needs to take over Star Wars. I think he pretty much is right. The what's her name? Kathleen Kennedy. She's just she's pretty much on the outs, right? Not on the outs, but she's taking the backseat role, and then having having Fabro and uh, and uh, who's the other guy? Filoni. Um, Filoni do the do the actual story writing. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you guys, since we're on the subject of um, Disney Plus, there hasn't been a whole lot of info regarding She Hulk. I. I don't know, man. I kind of feel like this is the one that I may not watch. Why? Why would you be dismayed from not having a lot of info? Because right now it's it's still probably in production. They, there's a lot of like talk about who's being hired and everything, but like there's no buzz. Am I the only one who's who's picking that up? Or <clears throat> well, I I can see what you're saying, but that I saw a couple of uh ads up on on twitter already for for all those shows being um released sooner or later and there was a couple like a, a scene where the with the she-hulk already transformed into her you know green nasty self um but yeah not, not, a, lot, not a lot of um i guess other clues in that it's kind of the way it out i mean once we get close to what it's supposed to be released i think during the summer then it'll probably get more i hope so Cause I'm like starting to feel like I don't know if I'm gonna watch this show. But. Well, plus you're, you're still, you're still kind of feeling the ride from the Spider-Man movie. That you know why, why, you know why kind of convolute the whole airways with another Marvel um, 
you know, property coming out right away. Yeah. Luke, do you have any thoughts on the well, She-Hulk? Oh, Tatiana Maslany, she's – I've liked pretty much everything she's been in, so I've got faith that she's going to pull it off. And is that who the actress is? Yep. Yeah. yeah okay. Tatiana Maslany. She yeah. was in um, – she was in Perry Mason. I don't know if you watched that episode on HBO or that series. Sorry. It's, I think it's already summer 2020. It was released. Yeah, I, I remember the show. Yeah. Phenomenal. She is. She's an insanely talented actress. So I really feel like she's going to be able to pull it off, whatever she does. Okay. All right. Well, since we're on the subject of that. What about Moon Knight? How are you guys feeling about that? Oscar Oscar Isaac. Isaac? Oscar I'm feeling that same way about that that you are about She-Hulk, actually. I, I'm kind of on the same, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of I, I kind of see what you're saying because the Moon Knight. Photos that we've seen, they're not, they haven't been impressive. And I want to watch Moon Knight a little bit more than I want to watch She Hulk. Right, so, are you expecting just to be a lot more grittier than any other Marvel series out there? Right? I, yeah, I, I want it to be gritty, but I know it's not. That's the thing. Okay. And so they might have, they might, no, I mean, not, they're not might, but there's a rumor that, you know, or at least a mo movement on Twitter. Where they're trying to get um, Eric Bana, uh, um, Edward Norton, and what was the other guy's name? Um, Mark Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo do a like a, a whole another Hulk combination movie with all all three of them together. <laughs> you mean oh, a, no. a multiverse Hulk movie? A multiverse no. Hulk movie. Yeah, yeah. But I always well, I guess they never really confirmed it, but they always kind of made it seem like everything was. Like all all the stuff that happened within the Hulk movies are all canon, but I guess it doesn't really matter because they can all happen in in separate universes, yeah. right? And the, the multiverse is open now. It's time to make everything canon within the Disney sphere. But Edward Norton, I don't know, man. That guy's from what you know. He could be. He, he may want too much control in Disney's be like, nah, dude. But that guy's not working right now. So you figure he, he's, he's hungry for something. Hulkverse, as according to Miss So. Yeah, that would be pretty dope, actually. Hulk, I wouldn't Hulk, mind that. World War Hulk. Hulkverse. Well, World War Hulk. <laughs> World War Hulk wasn't multiple Hulks, though. But And they've kind of touched a little bit on, on, on that with the uh, Thor movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, add that to like the you know where, there. you know what timeline does have multiple Hulks is um, the old man Logan, the Wolverine. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But they were all like inbred Hulks, so that's the only bad. Yeah, they were like <laughs> they were like banjo playing Hulks. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, if that's how they're gonna introduce Wolverine, that'd be great too. Like how? Well, it, because how Wolverine appeared on Hulk 180 and 181, right? Yeah. Why not have him come on to 
the universe through the whole. Oh, you know what? That would be pretty cool if they were somehow to incorporate the Hulk one eighty Hulk one eighty one storyline in introducing Wolverine. That would be pretty badass. It's the only way. I mean, they already because the first first Wolverine was was having them just be Logan and he's just wandering around the continental U.S. looking for his identity. You know, why not give him this true origin where he he was like, used to be a bad guy and he fought the Hulk? Yeah, I mean, that would be interesting. I, I'd be up for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, Before we end the show, there was some news that you brought up. So is that true? Image Comics bought Transformers? Or Skybound, right? Uh, Skybound, yeah. I think they're they're still in the middle of talks of that. Um, and it's not just Transformers. I think G.I. Joe is also in the in play. I think um, Hasbro still has to agree to the stipulations and and then we'll probably get they'll probably get a deal from there. I mean, what does that even mean though? Like Skybound, like who's riding over in Skybound? It's better than IDW. I mean, I don't know. I guess they can give it to Robert Kirkman. I don't know. Well, they, the the thing about their focus was to um, get away from all this convolutedness of what's going on in IDW, and actually just focus on the small banner robots instead of just kept on keep on adding, you know, these other Autobots and Decepticons and minor roles. You know, you you want to create a continuity with your first cast before adding on later, right? Right. Now, is this just rumor that you, you brought up, or is this actual, like... I forgot the website that came on. Let's see. Was that comic book comic book resource? I don't Let's know. See. Okay, it looks like... Um, Green Rant. Green Rant. Hey. Okay, that's, that's a legitimate... That's a legitimate website, yeah. According to Skybound, or according to Screen Rant, Skybound's purchase of IDW Transformers could save the main continuity. So it looks like, yeah, maybe Skybound will be buying them or at least getting the um, rights to the uh, property, the, the IP. I'm cool with that, right? It kind of sucks for IDW because I don't know what IDW is going to have after that. So I'm still on quarantine. So, yeah, I'm on witness protection from COVID. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for joining, Miss Misso. How was your New Year's, Misso? If, if it's if IDW lost a bunch of Hasbro properties, what else is what else is still up for grabs? And who's gonna grab them? I don't know. I mean, they're gonna have to probably get new creators to just do create your own stuff, right? I mean, that's probably the best thing for them. This could be a blessing in disguise for them because now they've got to gather, like, get a bunch of creators who are willing to, you know, give them their, um, give them, give them a chance to create their own properties. Well, which means that will that also mean live TV shows on AMC just to, you know, after they gain some popularity within the Skybound Image Group that. They'll start doing TV shows where G.I. Joe and, and Transformers. I don't know, man. G.I. Joe, you know what? I don't understand. Like, G.I. Joe is a property that they should have done a 
a TV show off of, you know, like a gritty GI Joe movie or TV show. Would 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 you like it to be campy like as it's as the cartoon, or do you want it more based on real life situation now? Based on real life, based on some of the um, the the older comic book storylines. Not older, but there's some some pretty good storylines that that GI Joe has cr- produced. That you know, it's not all campy, and I I wouldn't mind that. Oh, so bring up old stuff like the Iran Contra affair, uh, the uh, yeah, bunch of stuff. The stuff that happened in South America. Um, yeah, there's the uh, and then there's that one um, where man, I can't remember the storyline where one of the Joes infiltrated Cobra and like he was starting to get like he wasn't starting to turn, but he was starting to have some empathy for Cobra. Are you sure it's not the cartoon where it was Lifeline that gave the hots for um No, it, no, 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 it wasn't of- that. But I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. For one of the dreadnoughts. Yeah, yeah. No, I I know. I mean, that would be a great episode too, right? That would be a great live action episode too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they could treat G.I. Joe like how they did the losers. It could be just that small, that small cast. It'll work out just fine. You don't have, you don't need to have the whole fucking cast or yeah. the, the roster on there. Yeah, just a small, you know, maybe five main good guys, five main bad guys, and then you know, little cameos of uh, some of the other characters. You know, I don't need to see shipwreck in his sailor outfit. You know, I, I, I do want to see a shipwreck. <laughs> I do want to see a shipwreck and bazooka fight. Like you know, their constant banter was the thing that made the cartoon, you know, funny. Okay. Uh, I'd like to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Cobra Commander, obviously. <laughs> Your boy. Yeah. Would he still be down to do uh, a Cobra Commander? I don't know if they. I don't know if they pitched it to him like it's a more grittier, you know, reboot of uh, uh, GI Joe, right? Whatever works. I mean, we, we have Cobra Kai, and you know it's a, it's a better rendition of Karate Kid. You know, it still has that Power Ranger feel to it, and you know, it's still it's nicely written. Actually, season four started up pretty well. Yeah. Uh, looks like Eman joined us on the chat. Uh, I have a feeling Kirkman will treat Transformers good. Unfortunately, I will never. I never read any of the Transformer comics ever. I mean, we don't even know if Kirkman would do it. I think he, he did it. He'll oversee it. That's that's automatic. Quirk, you mean quirk. architect the the, the storylines? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, looks like Misso said the transfer comics are hit and miss. They're just some. Yes, that is true. There are many of them. Decades of comics. Check out the '80s Transformer comics online, man. They had some great storylines back then. Well, you all you have the Transformers. Uh, then you had Beast Wars. Uh, you had Headmasters. You, you had so many renditions of this universe, and then then you had the Michael Bay universe, which which totally totally killed everybody's uh, childhood. Yeah, let's not. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> Why not? Just because I mean, it was just like 
no, it doesn't count. Well, did he did he do the Bumblebee one? I've never even seen that one, but I heard it was good. He had producer uh, title on that one. Okay, not directed or written. Was Bumblebee Haley Stan Stanfield? Was that her, the actress? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was Bumblebee. Uh, I'm trying to see who the cast is on this thing. Haley Stanfield. Uh, and was and John Cena. John Cena was in that movie. Yep, yep. You didn't okay. see him. <laughs> no, you don't see me waving my hands like John Cena. That's why. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, cool, man. Well, I mean, with Skybound potentially buying them, I think. Uh, for me, I, I'm I'm all for it. I'd like to see what they they can do with those properties. What about you guys? What do you think? Oh, I'm not expecting much. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, after after stay guys, fuck. <laughs> anything from Skybound will be great. Okay, <laughs> but I'm not gonna keep my expectations high. I'm just I'm, I know it's gonna be better than what has already been made. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Not a knock on Henry Golding, but god damn it, that that oh, was such a waste of a ninja movie. They could have just went all ninja with that thing, but no. No. Yeah, they had to make this whole origin with Snake Eyes work and didn't. <laughs> and just missed opportunity having Ikao, whatever his name is, from the, the Red Redemption. You know, he's the best martial artist on that movie and he didn't do jack shit. Okay, I haven't seen it yet, so you know. No need to. Okay, <laughs> that's not homework for you. All right, all right, I get you. I get you. All right, well, I think we've covered everything that we wanted to cover. Anything else that you guys wanted to bring up? Well, if you if you guys watched first episode of Trouble Kai, and I'm not down to talk about it, but otherwise, other than that, yeah, we can talk about it. I, I have not yet watched it. Um, Luke, have you? I've watched the first three episodes. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's entertaining. It's good. I'm I'm enjoying it actually. So does Terry Silver look like um uh, what's his name um uh, the Kung Fu uh David Carradine from wait which guy is he? Okay, Terry Silver is the guy, the old guy with the well. Yeah, the um uh, at Cobra Kai. Yeah, the rich dude. John Kreese's old friend. Yeah, but does he look like David Carradine now? David Carradine now is dead, but... I know, but... You know. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, and, uh, the po I think you're thinking like the white ponytail. <laughs> yeah. I, he's doing a good job, though. I mean, Terry Silver is doing a good job. I mean, granted, the fight scenes are still a little bit cheesy, but it's it's nicely written, and I like this little, this little um, subplot with the, with the new kid in town. Oh, there's a. They brought in another kid. Yeah, a little junior high kid. Yeah. Did they ever bring back um, the girl who got fired or let go, like after season one? That was uh, Daniel Larusso's daughter's best friend. Ooh, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, jump, jump, man, two hundred nine. Uh, I'm waiting for Hilly Swag to show up. Yeah. 
And uh, where's Mike? I, you know what? I've heard Mike Barnes is going to show up next season. I think this is what I think. They're going to bring Mike Barnes in next season, and then Hillary Swank comes in the season after, and then, they, then they're going to end the show. Oh, then don't forget the other uh, – um, what's his face? Uh, uh, um, Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith, that's show up. That does, no, yeah. it's not canon. <laughs> it's not canon. I think um, even Ralph Macchio has said – that, that that's not canon because it's not uh it's not Miyagi verse. I don't think they're gonna end the show anytime soon. I think they're gonna go. Um, I think they're gonna go a while with this one. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Yeah, but I mean, eventually those kids are gonna look like thirty year olds, and they can't be in high school still, right? Well, but they're introducing younger ones, and I think that's yeah, they're what they're like gonna... Power Rangers, man. They're just constantly going through old gambit of new kids every season. Yes, because Larusso and you know Johnny—they're gonna—they're both already old. Who cares? Yeah, and they're starting to work together and learn each other's uh, styles. So, so all right. In ten years, right, the Cobra Kai as we know it show will no longer have like the original uh, Karate Kid cast. It's gonna be like a completely <laughs> different cast. Then, yeah, right? it's called Equal Claw. And not no, no. Ralph Macchio is gonna be uh, he's gonna be the old sensei because <laughs> he was already saying a bunch of stuff from what Miyagi was saying in, in the first Karate Kid. So it, mm -hmm. they, they went through the whole gambit of uh, the 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 what what's that called the uh, I, I guess training sequence for 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 Johnny Lawrence. But he's telling a bunch of uh, Miyagi's uh, old stories. Oh, okay. Did you watch the whole show? The whole season? Not yet. I'm still on the second episode. <clears throat> I'm I'm peace dealing it. Okay. All right. I haven't watched any of it. It might be a while, so uh, I don't care about the spoilers and all that stuff. So yeah. Rodney Jackie Chan wouldn't show up for that. Jackie Chan would not show up for that. For what? For for Cobra Kai? Yeah, yeah. And well, I mean, like I said, he's I think uh Ralph Macho had said that his movie doesn't count because it's not part of Miyagi verse. So yeah, I mean that's China versus Japan anyway. Yeah, dude, Ralph Macchio, according to Jumpman, is sixty years old. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> that's weird because I believe um, Pop Morita was sixty when he did it, yeah. and they do not look <laughs> the, the the dichotomy in how they look at sixty is crazy. Well. Ralph Macho is Italian. Italian blood didn't they they age slow. Well, and he's dying his hair. I mean, come on. Yeah. Hey, look, look, look at Marissa Tomei, Jessica Alba, uh, uh something Bellucci. I mean, those Italians do age slower than than most, you know, regular folk. Well, I mean, even Johnny Lawrence, he looks good for well, most of he's gotta be in the 60s, also, right? Oh yeah, but I think he gets you know Botox. Just oh, like uh, John Kreese, he's getting Botox. You can tell because he, he can't squint. <laughs> he can't what? He can't squint. Like his eyes are just like locked in. Like he's <laughs> oh my! <God. laughs> I know he's, he's gotta be at least eighty. There's no way John Kreese is eighty. I gotta look this up oh, now. Martin Cove is seventy-five years old. And William Zabka, he's 56. 
He's a little bit younger than, than Ralph Macchio. Okay. I mean, he's, uh, yeah, he's still, you know, so he Mr. looks Walker good for 56. Karate Kid, then, yeah, I'd say Ralph Macho could probably do another 10 years of, of Cobra Kai, or at least 10 seasons. Wow. All the, all the way into his 70s. Why not? Okay. Uh, according to Miss So, I will have to agree with that. None of them age. They all look amazing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Botox is a miracle cure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we've covered everything we wanted to cover tonight. Um, for those that are tuning in, thank you for showing up. Again, please like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell on YouTube so you guys know whenever we come on. Make sure you guys let know you make sure you guys let all your friends know about the show. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, AJ the Comic Collector. You can follow Red Sealess Villainous Red. You can follow Luke at Luke Weeks. Follow Red, or I'm sorry, you can follow Eman Sealess Eman uh, Red. What is our hotline? Two zero nine nine seven five seven five nine seven. Hit us up day and night. We have we're life coaches, so if you need help, need tips. Give us a call. Give us a text. We'll answer you back as promptly as we can. Uh, and, and seeing how we were the whole the whole theme of things, we're most of the the people that we talked about are pretty much the, the people who grew up with during the eighties here. So yeah, forty years later, or at least thirty plus years later, we're, they're finally coming back up and gaining their A list status again. Right? Well, That's what's happening. I don't know about A list, but they are. You know, they are. Back in the forefront of some form of celebrityness. Well, they're not, they're not C-list, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're yeah. E-Man wants to remind us, yes, uh, we are waiting for our 200th subscriber. Uh, so let your friends know about the show. I do have some stuff that I want to give away. So um, once we get 200, I can, get, I can uh, get you some books out there for uh, a giveaway. Um, another thing is make sure you follow Luke on his Facebook group, RKFA Comics. Go go to his website, RKFA, rkfacomics.com, and follow the Sealess Villains uh, IG accounts, Sealess Villains, and the Sealess Villains podcast. Other than that, guys, uh, we'll be back Thursday for a brand new episode. Hitting 2022 off right. Uh, we want to thank everyone for joining in and uh, still supporting the show. And, uh, you know, we've got some things in the works for 2022 um, and maybe some appearances. So uh, keep keep your eye out for any of those announcements. And uh, thank you for joining, and we'll see you guys uh, this Thursday. Peace out. Peace. See you guys. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Seedless Vents Podcast your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and email us at sealessvillains at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or text us at 209-975-7597. Be sure to join Luke Week's Facebook group, Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics. And you can follow us on our two Instagram accounts, Sealess Villains and Sealess Villains Podcast. 
Lastly, follow the villains on their separate IG accounts. At Luke Weeks, at C-List Villainous Red, at C-List E-Man, and I am at AJ the Comic Collector. Thanks for listening, 